Hey everyone, welcome back to the Jamie Star Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode. So as promised, in today's episode, we have another member of the cast of the National Tour of Legally Blonde. This actress plays the role of Vivian Kingston. My guest today is Leah Savola. Prior to Xanadu, did you have any roller skating experience? No. <laughs> I used to, um, like, when I was a kid, we had rollerblades, like, in our garage that we could, like, play with and stuff, but I had never roller skated before, um, and they, like, mailed the roller skates out to us before the contract started, like, in a box, <laughs> like, they were like, good luck, practice. <laughs> um, so I, I basically just, like, practiced in my driveway and in my cul-de-sac trying to, I don't know create any sort of roller skating skill before we got there. Um, the guy who played Sonny, though, he had roller skated a lot. And, and like, he would roller skate at these clubs in New York and stuff. And he came in and was doing all these tricks and everything. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> it was impressive. And luckily, my character did not have to roller skate until the curtain call. So it didn't really matter. Yeah, but you still had to go on your skates and pray yes. not to fall in the orchestra pit. Exactly. <laughs> was it fun getting to roller skate on stage? Yes, and nerve wracking because it's also um, it was a quick change, like oh. to get out of our like because the scene right before the end is like they're in like Mount Olympus, and so we're all like mm-hmm. dressed as Greek goddesses and everything, and so it's a quick change out of those costumes into the roller skating costume. Um, so our roller skates were quick rigged with like a big zipper. Oh wow! Sometimes like people's skates wouldn't get on all the way and then it's like okay do we go out without them like what do we do um or sometimes we'd come on late because of the yeah yeah thing with the skates um but uh and I like I said I only had to do it for the curtain call so it was like I knew exactly what I needed to do I go here I do this I grab this person we spin in this direction Yeah. yeah it wasn't too bad it was fun though it was it was one of those things where it was like I looked forward to it every night but I really really knew that like needed to like have my brain on to make sure that it worked every night yeah you had to like pray for the best yet you were looking forward to it at the same time yeah for sure for sure did you read the Shakespeare stories prior to doing the Shakespeare shows you did and was the English the Shakespeare English hard for you to comprehend at first because it was for me in high school (laughs) so I I am a total Shakespeare nerd um I first read Romeo and Juliet when I was like I don't know maybe 10 or 11 like I I remember I had like that's impressive I know. <laughs> like I, like I said I'm a total like I'm a nerd that's yeah the reason. <laughs> um I remember it was an iPod touch like oh RIP iPod touch and there was like an app like some sort of app and one of the free like downloads for this book app or something was Romeo and Juliet so I read Romeo and Juliet um, and then in high school, I we read um, Macbeth and we read King Lear and Hamlet. Oh, I did I Hamlet in high school. As well. Say again? I did Hamlet in high school too. I read it. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I loved it. So getting to, and I did some work in, um, in college as well. And I actually got, uh, I did a training program at the Shakespeare Theater of New Jersey between my freshman and sophomore year of college. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was actually really familiar with Shakespeare and I really, um, enjoyed diving into the language so it wasn't so much a chore for me as it was like the reason that I do that kind of work is because Mm -hmm. I like diving into the language so I think at this point I've studied it enough that it's not like totally foreign to me right that said 
there's always digging that you have to do to understand the intentions of a scene, to understand like the really intricate layers that Shakespeare builds into all of his his plays. Mm-hmm. So that sort of work is stuff that I really enjoy about mm-hmm. working like, on. Dissecting the subtext. Absolutely. Yeah, I love that. What was it like being part of a USO show troupe? So uh, I love it. It's it's one of my favorite things that I do as a performer. Um, I started with them right after I graduated college, and, and I've, I'm still with them. I actually have a USO gig this Friday, randomly oh, enough. Cool. Um, and basically the idea is that we perform for military members and their families, whether that's on base or at like a parade or some sort of like 4th of July event. That's awesome. We do like a lot of um, like sporting events too. Like if they're doing like a salute to service at a football game or at like a hockey game, we'll Mm -hmm. often sing the national anthem there, which is really cool. So it's, it's taken me all over the country, which has been really fun. That's awesome. some like random states and stuff and it's the it's the kind of work that I get to actually interact with the people who I'm performing with like a lot of the times when we perform for veterans we get to talk to the veterans and like thank them for their service and it's it's very meaningful work because you really get to see the the impact that your work is having on people who you know are are giving their life to um to the military to the country so it's very enjoyable work because like the music is fun and you get to yeah patriotic music and stuff but it's also really you know meaningful because we get to interact with military members and veterans that's so cool what are some of your favorite songs to sing when you're performing for uso troops do you mainly do like patriotic stuff or do you get to do like pop stuff too like that's on the playlists of the people in the military it's a definitely a mix so we have like a patriotic repertoire which is like you know god bless america the national anthem like right my country tis of thee all of this um and that's that's great and fun um then we have like throwback sets i like it you like an andrew's sisters medley which is so fun um we have like a disco medley sometimes too and we do, like, like a girl group medley um so that's stuff like um like it's my party i can cry if i want to my boyfriend's back like really fun throwback stuff and then we also have a pop roster as well so we do like miley cyrus and ariana grande so um it's a good mix and that's what makes it fun is that you're always sort of doing something different from gig to gig have you done party in the usa several times absolutely absolutely (laughs) (laughs) that's definitely like a perfect example of pop meets like military you know veteran like hail to the usa you know yeah exactly exactly (laughs) prior to dc uh justice league were you a big fan of the comics actually no i was not really a superheroes kid um i like did not get into dc or or marvel or anything until and even then like i wasn't like it's not like i'm like a huge fan of superheroes or anything but um booking the wonder woman job had me sort of dive into the world of DC a little bit more, mm-hmm. um, which was, which, like I said, it was sort of new to me. So it was really cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was kind of new to it though, actually. Yeah. To help you get into character. Did you either like watch any of the movies or read any of the comics or anything like that? Yeah. So I, I love the first Wonder Woman movie. I think it, the, the Gal Gadot one. Yeah. Um, I love that movie too. 
Oh, good. It's so, so good. And I good. have a giant celebrity crush, celebrity crush on Chris Pine. So like that is also great. <laughs> he can do no wrong. He can be the, he can be the prince in Into the Woods and sing Agony and also play like a superstar in Wonder Woman and do no yeah. wrong. I absolutely love it. I love it. Um, so I, I definitely watched that movie. I had seen it before. And so like, I watched it again. And like, there was also all this like, um, specific branded, um, like stuff we had to learn, like from Warner Brothers in order to audition for it. And wow. then in order to, um, play the part as well. So there's like certain, like we had to learn their signature and we had to learn like, uh, backstory stuff and like their catchphrases and stuff. And a lot of that stuff I don't even remember now, but yeah. <laughs> um, there, so there was a lot of like prep work on, on that end for sure. I didn't ever like pick up a comic though. I never did that. And I wonder if I should just to like see, cause I, again, I just know nothing about the comic book world really at all. Same. The, you know, yeah. Same. I mean, I went into the Wonder Woman movie blinded. I ended up loving it. Like it wasn't one of those things that you had to know everything. I mean, of course you have questions, but like, yeah, it's still the Wonder Woman movie. So good. It's so good. So, I didn't like the second one as much, but I, I haven't the seen the second lot. one. Yeah, I was kind of disappointed by the second one, especially because I liked the first one so much. But. Yeah, I won't waste my time watching the second one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when playing a character like Wonder Woman, did you? When did you feel the most like her on stage? So, I I actually had a unique experience doing the the show because. Um, we were, we were touring around the Middle East, um, and one of the venues that we toured at, I got to do one day of performances, but then had to be pulled out of the show for a very, very long story about why that ended up happening. I didn't do anything wrong, but basically the company that we were working at, like the religious police said that uh... all women needed to come out of shows. That's very intense, very that's crazy. crazy. Yeah, that's nuts. Um, so I realized how meaningful it was for that one day that I did do those performances, like for young women and young girls to see me on stage. Mm -hmm. um, we were in Saudi Arabia and only a year or two before I was there, women weren't allowed on stage. Um, Holy crap. So I was sort of for some of those girls in the audience, like I was the first experience of seeing a woman on stage for that's, them. That's really cool. And I sort of could feel that like, as I was standing up there and I think that it's so, like Wonder Woman is off, is a warrior woman. She's a strong woman. Yeah, she is. So for the, for me to be that for women in a country like Saudi Arabia, for me to be able to show the strength of a woman and the, the autonomy of a woman, I, it was empowering for me because it made me grateful for the freedoms that I do have here mm -hmm. in the U.S. Yeah. But it also hope was empowering for like young women and young girls that were there too. It was, it was a very layered experience, mm -hmm. but humbling and, and very, um, just like, I'm very grateful for it. Yeah. That's like a big check off the bucket list. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Do you enjoy playing an antagonist like Vivian in Legally Blonde? Yes, I do. It's 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 so much fun. And I think that I get an extra treat in that 
the antagonist does have sort of a redemption arc as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I get to really lean into being the antagonist in the first like like three quarters of the show. Yeah, and then I sort of I get to have that that growth and that that shift and um, like I said, character arc to becoming an ally by the end. Yeah, for sure. Especially because she's like, you got the best freaking shoes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> do you start off like did your track start off are you like a delta new in the opening number then you go and then you are you just vivian the whole time no i'm vivian the whole time i'm i actually like just hang out for the ha- first half hour of the show oh i love it i love it that's yeah. like a princess track almost it is a princess track <laughs> i share i share a dressing room with ashley who plays paulette and she also does not come on till late into the show so we just like hang out during oh my god serious and what you want and we're just like chilling yeah <laughs> until we go to harvard so <laughs> yeah so the og vivian is the warrior herself selma blair has selma is vivian or just selma in general inspired your vivian in any way so interestingly enough i have only seen the movie legally blonde once (laughs) and i actually came to the musical first Mm -hmm. so i knew the kate schindel vivian before i knew the selma blair vivian yeah um and basically i i listened to to kate schindel and i watched the um the mtv pro shot oh i love that pro shot God, it's so good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and that was more, I didn't watch the Legally Blonde movie again, only because it's a, it's different than the music. It's similar to the musical, but I was like, I'm doing the musical, I'm not doing the movie, so right. whatever. For fun, I might watch the movie again. But um, all that to say, I didn't necessarily want to, I, yeah, I'm, I, I'm drawing on like the performance tradition of like who is Vivian to the play and what does she have to be within the play mm-hmm. in the musical. But I... I sort of wanted to pave my own way and, and sort of start from scratch in my own way. Yeah, I love it. Um, so a, a very important thing to me with my Vivian was that she was not mean for no reason. She's not just mean to Elle. She's not just, mm-hmm. like, being a jerk for no reason. Right. Um, I wanted to find also, like I said, that there is an arc, right? She goes from being the antagonist to being, like, one of Elle's best friends. Mm-hmm. So... Where is, what is the connective tissue? What's the through line? How can she be the same person in the first act and the second act? And yeah. like, how does she get from A to B? Um, so I was doing a lot of like internal work thinking about the answers to those questions because I wanted it to be a cohesive character. I wanted her to be one person the whole time, you know? Mm-hmm. And I also wanted her to be a real person and not just like the token. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, I totally yeah. know what you mean yeah has touring always been something you wanted to do like be on a national tour of a production yes yeah that was definitely a dream of mine um especially once I got to college and learned more about what touring was like I think when I was a kid I didn't really understand what a national tour was only because I grew up in New Jersey and Mm -hmm. so the nearest Broadway musicals to me were Broadway right so I had seen a national tour I think I think I may have I think I've seen one national tour in my life because mm-hmm. again I live close to New York so right. like, that's just my access was to New York City. Mm-hmm. Um but once I got to college I realized like oh what a cool job this is. I love to travel so that was a huge like I knew I wanted to travel with whatever work I was doing so the idea of a national tour checked a lot of boxes for me. Yeah. So 
This was a dream come true of booking this, really. Yeah, you got to, like, find, like, you were lucky enough to have Broadway, but in, normally it's, like, the other way around for people. So, like, now you get to live, like, the national tour life, which is something you kind of maybe missed out on a little bit because of the fact that you lived so close to the city. Absolutely. Yeah, you're exactly right. Growing up, did you go to the city often to see shows? And what were some of, like, your favorites and firsts and things like that? Yeah, so um, my parents took us to see The Lion King when I was six, and that that was the first the first Broadway show that I ever saw and I in the intermission happened and I didn't understand that it was the intermission <laughs> not that like I I was like is it is it over like I was so upset with, I was like mom it like it can't be over yet she's like no 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 it's just intermission it'll it'll start up again in a little bit um and then I pointed to the stage and I was like I want to do that um and so that that was it like that that was I've always wanted to do theater as a result because of, because of that experience. And I saw like, I think as a kid, I probably saw maybe one Broadway show a year, maybe a little less than that. So I saw like Tarzan. I remember when that was on Broadway. I wish I was able to see that. I was so, I was was so little when it was on Broadway that I missed it. Yeah. But I wish I could have seen that. Yeah, I liked it a lot. There's there was like a specific scene that I remember where like uh Tarzan's parents before they die like are like climbing up the beach like after the shipwreck and the way they did it was like it was vertical so there was like a backdrop of the beach and then they oh. were re- being repelled and it was like they were climbing but they were like going up in like the fly system. It was so cool. I'll never forget that. That's so cool. I want them to bring that back. I know, right? No one ever does it, too, because you need, like, money to do that show. But. Yeah. With all that flying? Yeah. Yeah. But exactly. I, I did see Jen uh, Gambatis in uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, nice. Nice. I love that. She's well, awesome. She was awesome. Uh, Would have loved to see her as Jane and Tarzan, but I did get to see her as Miranda Hillard, and she was yeah. awesome. I love that. What do you like to do to make time go by when you're, like, on the bus traveling from city to city? I've been reading a lot, which that's I really talent like. reading on a bus. And I did not think I was going to be able to do it. Cause I do get car sick if I try and read in a car, but I found that like, if I put my eye level and if I put my book at eye level and put my eye level at the window level, I know that sounds insane, but like, I sort of have to make sure that I'm looking straight ahead at the book out mm-hmm. the window. Oh, so you're sitting like sideways. Kinda, yeah. Like I'll sort of prop my arm up on the seat on on the windowsill, and then like have the book on the seat in front of me, looking out the window like that. <laughs> oh, so you're like all twisted. Works. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, but it works. Um, yeah, and so or I listen to music, I listen to podcasts, um, or I sleep. <laughs> yeah, sleep for sure. Who would you say would be like the mom of the cast of Legally Blonde? be the mom i don't know that we have one we're all kids i think we're all the kids but like who's like the caring one who's like okay i don't know i think i feel i feel like taken care of by by everyone in this cast i really do i don't know that i could single out one person because yeah it's, it's it's a nurturing group of people like you i feel like i could go to anyone with a problem and 
I would be able to get advice or a nice hug. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Are you more of a TV series person or a movie person? TV series. Yeah, same. Yeah, I'll, I'll binge a show before I'll watch a movie. Yeah, same. Yeah. If, mm-hmm. if you could go on a game show, what game show would you want to be a contestant on? Jeopardy. I love Jeopardy! Yeah. I want- my, my family, like, plays it as we watch it. Yeah, kind of. my family does, too. Yeah. Like so that's that's probably what I choose. Yeah, my family we sit in front it's like a event in my house. Yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Like I watched Amy Schneider, I watched all of them. I know I love that. I know it all. Mm-hmm. Do you think you're flexible? Physically or like as a person? Like physically. Like can you do any like can you do the splits? Can you like bend sideways? Are you double jointed? Um I can do a split on my left side and I have a center split but like flexibility is not what I bring to the table is what I'll say (laughs) yeah if you could star in any movie musical on stage it doesn't have to it can be a movie that hasn't been turned into a musical yet or it can be one that's already a thing uh what who would you want to be or what movie would it be and who would you want to play Hmm. Okay, I my favorite movie of all time is School of Rock, so I think I would want to play Mullins in School of Rock. I <laughs> love it. Yeah. I love yeah. it. I mean, yeah, when Alex Brightman did that, I mean, that was great. <sighs> I wish I could have seen it. I didn't see it. I didn't either. So I didn't put mm. two and two together that it was Alex Brightman until after Beetlejuice came out. Right, right. And I'm like, wait a second, it's the same guy. Right. <laughs> And what is a fun fact that not a lot of people know about you? Hmm. Um, I write. I'm a writer. I um, am writing novels and would love to be a published author someday. I love that. Once again, I've been speaking with Leah Savola from the National Tour of Legally Blonde. And we're not quite done with the whole Legally Blonde series quite yet. I have one more Legally Blonde interview in a row to share with you all, and it is with the actress who portrays the role of Elle Woods herself, Hannah Bonnet, joins me in the next episode. I will see you then.